Hey everybody, welcome. I'm Steve Wollenhouse and this is Anatomy of Success, nine ways to use pain to be strong and compassionate. That's our topic this week. Glad you joined us. Let's get started. Again, you've found Anatomy of Success, and I'm your host, Steve Wolvenhouse. We're grateful you're here. Hope you're deriving some benefit as we talk about my four tenets of equanimity, better health, healthy relationships, healthy, intimate relationships, and more satisfying work. We usually give anywhere between six and 12 action steps each week in a very succinct podcast engineered toward offering you maybe some insight into some areas you might be struggling with. That's what we'll do this week as we talk about pain and people's proclivity to gravitate away from it. Subscribe to the podcast, please. Rate, review if you would. Head over to weatherology.com. Grab the Weatherology mobile app. It's free. And then find me under About Us at the top of that page. Links to Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and I'm on TikTok now as well. You know, I have witnessed human perseverance as people endure tragedy and then use that pain to gain strength and humility in the process. And I've personally experienced the pain of loss, heartache, adversity, trust me. And we've all got two choices. When confronted with pain, we can use it as a motivation or allow it to drive us deep into very dark places. The dark places, by the way, make intoxicating devices seem like a convenient solution to mitigate the pain we discover there. Sadness and loss of hope are plentiful, and depression is often the result of allowing feelings to spiral out of control and then failing to correct that, move in a different direction, and continue to spin in a negative direction. The alternative is to embrace our pain and commission its incredible power as a catalyst for inspiring positive change. And I have personally used that approach repeatedly throughout my life, and it works. I can promise you that. It seems counterintuitive, but when pain is pounding at our heart, we have one choice that liberates remarkable change, and that's to embrace it, move with it, and move beyond it. Helen Keller said this, although the world is full of suffering, it is full of overcoming it as well. So here are nine ways to use pain to become stronger and much more compassionate. Improved relationships. Many people become isolated and push people away when they're suffering pain. The better option, move close to those we love and cultivate stronger connections. Be vulnerable with those people and watch those connections grow deeper and flourish. Close friends hold each other up during difficult times and our relationships flourish when we are substantive about the things we share together. More compassionate. Many people become bitter when they endure pain. The alternative? Gain compassion and appreciate every person on this planet suffers some form of pain. When we embrace that attitude, we gain empathy along with a loving heart. We also start to focus on helping people that are suffering, which ironically takes the emphasis off us. And it's part of what I call the supreme healing process. It works remarkably well. Wiser. When we suffer pain, we gain wisdom. 
It puts things into perspective and it helps us appreciate the importance of time. It also helps us prioritize. We start to focus on what matters most and we spend a lot less time worrying about what other people think. We concentrate on giving to the world, not being a taker. We listen more and become less flustered by the little things that are usually very insignificant in the long run, but cause consternation in the short term. Stronger. Turning pain into something positive is like building your body. We gain strength and wisdom. We grow. Each obstacle helps us get stronger and we use pain to push past the problems that prevent most people from growing. We have the capacity to overcome tremendous adversity if we focus on gaining strength during those times. Ovid said this, be patient and tough. Someday this pain will be useful to us reorientate. You know, suffering pain helps us prioritize what matters most as we've discussed. We focus more on family, on health, on friends, my four tenets of equanimity, including more satisfying work. We pursue work that has meaning and we don't waste time doing things inconsistent with our purpose. Pain can help us get serious about focusing on living a life with intention and gravitate away from anything that challenges our ambitious endeavors. Inspiration. Pain is a powerful source of inspiration. I know when my dad died, I made the decision that day to amplify my efforts to be relevant. I wanted to share my knowledge with other people and leave a permanent mark on the world in a positive way. I had always been incredibly successful, but now life had greater meaning. I started writing every day, began this podcast, started doing many things with my business, mentoring, coaching my incredible team, using pain to inspire our projects helps our work become more substantive. Joy and happiness. Some people debate the difference between joy and happiness. Both are essential. Happiness is a decision supported by good choices that increase the prevalence of joy in our life each and every day. And joy is the momentary feelings that we enjoy each and every day that surface that remind us of how fortunate we are. It's based on gratitude and how beautiful life truly is. Experiencing more joy improves our prospects for creating a happy disposition. The two are correlated and I strongly advocate making two top priority in your daily paradigm to make life better. Less selfish. I have discovered by focusing on other people, we spend less time ruminating about our pain, give generously to those around us, be assiduous and help other people achieve their goals, pour time into your kids, family, friends, be a giver, not a taker, and watch how much better life becomes. A good friend of mine has been experiencing some relationship challenges. I reach out every day, have him come down and visit. We spend time together and I've seen the transformation in his life. It's remarkable and it feels good to help other people because I've been in a situation like that. Through empathy, I can appreciate his pain and offer the guidance and wisdom I know can be advantageous at a time like that.
And finally, humility. Pain can make us incredibly humble by appreciating how fragile life is and by understanding how similar each of us truly are. We relate better with people and spend less time judging one another. We use our pain as a tool to be more relatable and nurture a spirit of kindness in everything we do. The negative feelings become less common and we focus on being a source of positive energy in a world that seems lost and without hope. Now, that also entails setting some boundaries. We can't let every person that's in deep despair, trouble that needs therapy, gravitate close and soak up our energy. Because as we've talked about in my eight toxic people that need to be avoided at all costs, there's those types of people that are very unhealthy and we need to establish strict boundaries. And it's okay to just say, no, not interested. We don't have the chemistry that I'm looking for to share my life with people that are at least trying and moving in a positive direction and have reconciled with some of these demons and happy to extend camaraderie and kindness and guidance to people like that. But when you know somebody's got that manipulative nature or unhealthy, narcissistic, gotta stay away. New beginnings are often disguised as painful endings, and it's very true, folks. So let's focus on these nine things to help make pain a positive catalyst in our life. And I'm confident if you do these things, you can start to use pain and discomfort in a positive way to move in a favorable direction. I'm Steve Wolanaus. This is Anatomy of Success. Glad you joined us. Come back next week. Until then, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic.